Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We are reviewing Hi Monet. Uh, it is doing? me, Bob Dragon, and Monet Exchange. I'm still great. Monet and I are doing two back-to-back <laughs> episodes. Uh, I don't know what our release schedule is going to be for these, actually. But we do two episodes a week anyway. So we're probably going to be releasing on Monday and Wednesday, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. Um. And we're reviewing episode two of All Stars Eight of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, uh, the first which ep- is which is um, I will say that this episode got a little bit better than the last episode. How so? Um, maybe it was actually I don't you know let's talk about it and see if it did because because I think this challenge the challenge itself was actually. Well, I was well. We'll get. We'll talk about the challenge. I had, I had some thoughts about um, sketch conversation. But um, at the top of the episode, the girls are going through. You're opening the opening the lipstick box. Well, I think this is why I said it because because I don't know why Candy Muse decided to tell Darren like out of nowhere that she chose her. Candy was like, "I was saying, I told you." Like they start counting all the the the, the names, and, and Candy Muse was was eager, eager. Darren had four votes. Eager, <laughs> eager, <laughs> eager to tell four, Darren like Darren. she chose her name. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's going on brand with Candy being like, I want to be real, and I want people to know, like, I like like when I do something, I'll fess up to it. I think she's hoping that this will serve her later, not serve her, but it's just Candy's thing. She's like, well, I'll say I'll, I'll say what I did. Yeah, I voted for you, and she's like, I did it because Monica gave a really compelling story, and I she needs this a lot, and I wanted to keep her here for those reasons. And so did James, well, and also did uh, James and Lala Reed Lala came Reed. forward and said the same, and said they also chose James. Uh, chose Darian's name but then came the later on was like i kind of wish i hadn't done that and i'm not gonna do it again yeah yeah which is you know Ghanem and trees also chose monica beverly hill so monica did not stand a chance yeah 
Oh, Kahana, because Kahana was the it was yes, right. So it, whoever so won, she was going home. Yeah, um, but she lost the lip sync. So we are now rolling over to a twenty thousand dollar tip on this episode. Ooh. Which spoiler alert, you all saw. Um, I mean, baby, when you fucking bring out Pangina, just just give the money to the next bitch. Because like, girl, she's in. She's wild. Mom, we're, not, we're at the beginning of the episode. What are you talking about? No, but, but if you're here, you've already watched it. Like, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm just saying, like, I'm not spoiling anything. I haven't watched it yet. I'm living through this with you right now. I, that I believe, actually. <laughs> I fully believe that you didn't watch it. You're just using me as context clues to figure out. That that scans for you. Anyway, um, they come into the room the next day, and Rue reveals that they're going to have a sketch comedy challenge. And, okay, I know that, in for example, Bossy Rossi, in theory... It kind of is a sketch. Sketch is different. Like, sketch comedy is like SNL or like Mad TV on these shows. And Bossy Rossi, those are improv challenges. But in a similar vein, this sounds more exciting to me than doing like an improv challenge like Bossy Rossi. This sounds like so much well, fun. This, yeah, this is scripted. It's not, it's not improv. I mean, I would say almost all of the acting challenges on Drag Race are, are sketch. They're all technically sketch right. comedy. Um, but it's not an improv challenge. I actually prefer improv challenge over, really? over this. I much prefer improv challenges over uh, the scripted stuff. Was your did you have an improv one or was your I guess no. your voting one was wasn't that y'all kind of just y'all had like general wrote, things that we, y'all we, we we had to write them we wrote oh them you out. wrote those out yeah. yeah and I was improving during the um the the Ruko's Empire thing but we didn't have my season didn't have any didn't have any improv things it didn't have any stand up comedy there was no roast uh my my season was kind of a while. An, a weird season uh, for, for not having things that, like, You know what happened? Rue walked into in Viacom. He's like, I'm not renewing this contract with Logo TV. I want to go somewhere else. So, like, everybody, I think there was, like, some strikes and stuff going on. It was it was a tough season. Are you making that up? No, that's what happened. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so doing this sketch comedy sounds so fun. I would have loved to do an SNL-type challenge. It sounds very, very fun. Did you watch RuPaul's episode of uh Of, of course um, I did. RuPaul was great. SNL. RuPaul was so great. I had to watch him yeah, come and do SNL. It was great. Um Bowen Yang and RuPaul had some great sketches. Uh-huh. Um you know, um I ran into Matt Rogers and Bowen went Yang at the um Glad Awards and they were and and Matt Rogers was like, oh, let's see if you beat us tonight. And I didn't get a chance to say this speech. I wanted to say it. So Matt Rogers, if you're listening, I, I was gonna say this. I was gonna say actually. Because we were we were like a few blocks from. Where I, I was gonna say just so you guys know, like it's really wild to me. I I um I used to work. I used to wait tables about a four minute walk from here at the Jekyll and Hyde Club at fifty seventh and six. So it's really kind of just like apropos that I'm here and I was gonna go on about that. And then I was gonna say and Matt, like I don't want any hard feelings because listen, I'm not saying that my podcast is better than yours. Glad is saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get a chance to say that. So you know, Andy so, went to college with Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, and they. I, 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 I'll talk to you about this offline. Actually, let's. I don't know why. And they. And they. And they. And they. No, they. Didn't, that is not true. You are. That sounds like such a disgusting sound. Can you please stop? This is very inappropriate. Bob, Did they do all that? Oh my god! You are is that what Andy? Is that what Andy did with some of the funniest um, comedians? So you think you think fucking Bowling Yang and Matt Rogers is disgusting? No, I think that fucking Andy is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
so they so they so uh Oh, why did Candy say SNL has dry humor? And everyone's like, "Yeah, they do." And I was like, "I don't think I this person has dry humor." I don't know. When she said that to you, I was like, "Girl, what?" Um, but out, out the gate when they announced a the challenge, and before just what I know off of these girls from the previous seasons, I was like, "Darian, Alexis, and Jimbo are gonna are gonna turn it." That's what that's what my thought was. I love Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan, why? I think I just think Bobby Moynihan is just so funny, and when I, when I used to watch SNL with him, he's just so fucking funny. Uh, I went to high school with him. Did you really? Yeah, he was best friends with my best friend's sister. He was a, like and, a year old. I knew, I knew him very well, yeah. And did you... Uh... Oh, my. Can you not? <laughs> um, and my mom yeah, no. was going to listen to this episode. Hi. <laughs> um, so, Candy wants to do the opening monologue, which I, I would actually would have... I would have given it to Darian Lake. Oh, I would I would have taken it for myself. Money. I'm talking about people on the season. But why would you want to give it I, to I Darren Lake? If, if if I was on the show, I wouldn't give it to Darren Lake. But of the girls there, it seems like it'd be more fitting for Darren Lake. So you don't want to give it to her. You want to just, you don't, you want to disadvantage her and do something that you think I'm you just, could do well. Uh, no, what I'm saying is, I I as a viewer would rather see Darren Lake do it. I'm, oh, okay. I'm not talking about like strategy wise. Okay, got that. it, got it. But but also it's not it's not necessarily just to disadvantage like. I, so, like for example, if there's like a uh you know a sing high pitch thing, I'm not trying to take it from I'm not trying to take it from Jinx if she doesn't have it because I won't do well at it either. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think Candy thinks she will do well. Like Candy is like, oh, the open monologue is like the is like the first thing people see. Is and she thinks she's gonna be doing strong and giving it to Darren Lake, knowing Darren Lake does stand up, is like, oh, she's gonna kill it. You know, you know, I I agree, I agree, but I'm just saying as a viewer, I think that Darren Lake would have done it better. Oh, for sure, I agree, for sure. For sure. Um, as they are doing parts, though, Nation does not get the part that she wants, baby. And you know, you know a bitch is mad when when when, when everyone is like, um, Nation, I know you want this. Can you, is it okay if you do this? She's like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll just do this one. It's fine. When a bitch said, no, 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 it's fine. I'll just do it. You know they are tight. She is really upset that she's not going to get the role she wants. Yeah, because they're saying she's really pissed, but also she did nothing to fight for the role. Like, yeah. absolutely nothing to fight for that role. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I'm like, girl, you lost it. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't even put up a stink. <laughs> She's like, and, and Bob is getting that role. Okay. Literally. And then in confessions, I'm really pissed. <laughs> well. <laughs> I think it's so funny that James Mansfield, Mansfield keeps on going on about this, about starring in The Bitch Who Stole Christmas and that being like her calling card to acting in comedy. That's the bitch she would have worked. She would have milked that cow. I mean, she did have a nice role in in, in, in a feature film that aired on TV. You know what I mean? I agree. And okay. also, did you did you watch it? Uh, we were on tour, and I like saw like little people. Jan Sport would play it every night on the bus. Um, she Not was really night, good in it. James was, or Jan? James was really good in it. So you think Jan was bad in it? Um, I think Jan should quit drag. No, Jan was fine. But I'm talking about James in this moment. James, James, James was Jan was good too. But James was very, very good in this. In this movie, I remember being like, "Wow, she she ate that. She was the villain." Look, look at how I ate. Look at how she ate that. Look at how she bodied that. Um, when Ruby, I, I look, he think okay. that the role was written for Trixie and that Brooklyn Heights role was written for Katya because Brooklyn Heights was playing a Russian hooker. Yeah, for sure. And Dane Mills was playing a blonde bitch. <laughs> and uh, um, when RuPaul brings in Bobby Moynihan. 
to come in. I was like, and he announced earlier, and Bobby announces that Robin Thede is going to be. I was like, bitch, they got some comedy sketch like fucking gods up in here. Like Bobby Moynihan was on SNL for what, 11 years or like 11 seasons? Nine years. Nine years. And Robin Thede is is a great comedian, sketch comedian. She she hosts or she's a creator of a black lady sketch on HBO. And she's so funny, which Bob was on. And what y'all don't know is that it was supposed to be me. But I was filming All Star Seven, so that Bob got to and did a horrible job. But then I was on All Star Seven, so Bob got it after me. Yeah, first of all, I was on twice, and Monet and Monet knows that the way she's saying is completely false because you were not on All Stars. Both I was on All Stars for the first one. First of all, I filmed the first one before the pandemic, so what's really the truth? (laughs) Oh, the second one, one of them. Oh, okay, interesting. (laughs) Muy interesante. and also, Bobby Monet comes in, and, and uh, what's her name? It's triggered. Kahana's triggered because she got sent oh, home yeah. when Bobby Monet was there on an acting challenge. Yes, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember and, that she almost did it again? Do you remember that? Um, the Bobby, a bunch of the guys from SNL when they were like mechanics, they did a whole sketch about Drag Race and Trinity the Tux Tuck. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a, there's a lot of Drag Race SNL overlap. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, During the little makeup moments, Lala Ree feels more comfortable about her acting than she did last time. When they showed that clip of her acting in the Flag Factory, I was like, "This was bad." I didn't realize how bad it was at the time. The Factory, they that they, of course, they pulled they pulled one little part, but I was like, "Damn, she really is just straight up just saying these lines out loud." It was giving it was giving Monet book report. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, a lot of us a lot of us have had not our greatest moments on Drag Race, but you know, you come back to All Stars and hopefully you turn it out. And a sketch comedy challenge. What a what what a great time to to, to try to uh, turn the wheel around, turn turn the tide. Um, and that's really there's nothing really else exciting happening to make up moments. Do you for, anything for you? Well, this is when Candy mentioned not wanting to make her a, a, a decision based on emotions, but we already talked about that already. Yeah. Um, so they go into hey, wait, wait. Challenge, before we go into challenge. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and I was, I was going to say um, for the casting of it. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, when we, it's hard to say, like, what you'd be good at, because a lot of it kind of not depends on your partner, but if you're a partner with someone that is, like, really bobbing the steam, that kind of makes it hard for you to do your job as well. Yeah, sometimes, or or you can turn it into a, into a magical moment, and that can be part of the experience, them bobbing, you know what I mean? True. I, I am, um, baby... I don't know how long ago this was filmed, but based on this writing, I'm assuming the writer's strike happened right before this episode was written because these sketches were, it was, these sketches were not good. This writing was not, I did not enjoy this writing. But I think some girls were able to turn that into something really great. Like, you know, Candy's, Candy's opening, Candy's opening monologue. I didn't know what, I think that some of them, there were some punchlines that could have been really good, but I think her delivery kind of fumbled it a little bit. I mean, I don't know how much it was the writing, how much it was the was the delivery, but I just was not overall. I was not feel this challenge. Just like I think I laughed out loud like maybe twice, like chuckled. I mean, like I was like, (laughs) I did laugh at Jimbo's. I thought Jimbo did a. I thought Jimbo did a really great job. I thought Jimbo was very strong actually. I think I laughed at one of. Lala Reason lines, I think. And I think I laughed at uh something that Miss Kasha Davis said uh when she was on that like 
rolling platform. Yeah. And um, uh, Heidi and Claus and La La Rita were playing, uh, what's his name? Michael Michael Che and... Uh, the other one. The other guy. The white guy from SNL. I was gagged at... Uh, I was ga- gagged at them uh, promoting the diva rules. They were, they were, they better uh, still try to sell this eight-year-old book. I was gagged. I was like, if y'all don't pr- push something new, this book literally came out eight years ago. Did it really? It together. Yes, I, I googled it just to make sure. I was like, this book is like at least five years old. It was eight years old. Gag. Twenty fifteen, this book came out. Um, I thought that Kasha Davis was good when she when she came into candy scene and she had that thing on the rolling on the rolling thing. I, I thought Kasha Davis did a good job as well, actually. Yeah, she did. Scott Davis had two small roles in two scenes. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to one entire scene. Um, but I do agree that Kahana's cat thing was not great. I think that she should have she should have just uh, punched up punched it up with a few more like little cat puns maybe. And what Robin Thede ended up saying, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That she should have uh, she 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 could have really taken the chance to just be extra cat like and really personify what this cat would be like. And what did Monica end up doing again? Monica wasn't here. Not Monica, sorry. Um, Nasha, Nasha was in the. Um, Nasha was. She's the doctor with. Uh, oh yes, the, oh, the, the, the cold, cold open. open. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, James was really good. I thought James was James did a great. I really enjoyed James's role in that in that cold open. Actually, wait. If you like her, you should see her in um, the bitch stole Christmas. You you love it. <laughs> if you. If you like that, wait till you hear about a movie called The Bitch Stole Christmas. Give her the Emmy. Um, also, I was Jessica Wiles' waist is tiny. She pads so big. Jessica Wiles wears like huge pads. And I think she's also probably just really skinny. Yeah. So I think the combination of the do was giving like, geez, Louise. Yeah. I also, oh, at, at the end, I thought that um, Candy could have like flipped that last line, the "if you can't love yourself" line, because again, it's a sketch. You can just like go off script, something like super funny. I don't know. Did she, did she say it straight up? Yeah. You can, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Like if you, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna walk that fucking duck or something like that? I don't know. I would have said, and if you can't love yourself, honestly, I understand because you're kind of a dick. <laughs> how about I always said. Well, if you well, can't love yourself, well, I get it. Because you're fucking annoying. Um, let's go on to look at the judges and what they were. We didn't talk about the judges last time. So I want to say that RuPaul, RuPaul's back in her gown era. She had a whole era for a while, and she is back in her... Bob, uh, only two episodes in. She's back. In, I'm telling you, I feel it in my soul. She's back in her um, elegant era. Cut to next week. RuPaul literally comes out in pasties. You're going to gag. In the illusion of a noodle. Um, <laughs> Michelle's in bright colors. I'm used to seeing her in so much dark colors. I love this. I love this tangerine. Okay, so my new thing is wearing long sleeves, but having them go over my knuckles and have a little thumb hole. I, I put it in everything now. I'm in my thumb hole knuckle era. I think my next era is going to be all denim everything. Are you, are you just doing a thing, or are you, are you seriously going to start doing that? I think my next era will be all denim everything. He's doing a bit. He's not doing all denim anything. Um, Robin Thede looks great. This is a very cute dress. I love this color blocking on it. It's very cute. Yeah, I love Robin Thede. She's. I should text her until I should do it. I like Robin. Robin is a really. Oh, really I, I should text her. I should text her. Y'all, y'all see how the nigga trying to sleep it in? I should text her. <laughs> like, I should text her. 
Yeah, just just like just like uh, Andy did with Boy and Yang. I try, I slipped it in, honey. <laughs> I slipped it in. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's food. 
Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's go on to the runway looks, Bob. The category wow. was... Ignore Carson Kressley's entire existence. But Carson always looks good. Carson always looks great. Carson and I hung out and um, when it came for Mardi Gras. Look how one of it in. I, we hung out. We and hung I can, out. And, 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 and I can actually text Carson. We hung out. Well, if I had not been blocked, and I could text him too. <laughs> um, the category was the net gala, which I love this play on it. This is really great. Nacia Lopez looks stunning. She looks great. Wasn't it critiqued her saying, I was like, what are you talking about? She looks really good. Beautiful. Absolutely she, beautiful. I love, I love how, I love how um, the vinyl glove matching that vinyl, like, thigh-high legging with this netting and the hair and the makeup. I thought she looks really good. I was so gagged when, when Michelle tried to, get, tried to read her on this look. I'm like, she looks stunning. I agree. And this is, how, this is how you can wear human hair, but it's not just like flattened down. I love this. Yeah. She looks really, really, really good. I love James's look. I so love James's look. Good. It's so good. It's amazing. I love this net on her head. Uh huh. It's so good. I love this. Yeah, this was really, really. And her body looks incredible. I love that she had the ostrich on her on her collar, on her wrist, and then on the feet too. It just made the proportions look really good. Do you know, Bob, that you cannot bring ostrich feathers into Australia? I don't know that. Because it's bad for the ecosystem and the for the animals. So Jinx brought an ostrich outfit in and they seized it from her. Like last church was here and they never reimbursed her for it and they never gave her gave it back to her. What do they do? They, they probably destroyed it. And then nobody said they would, and it just never did. And then Trinity came in with, I mean, like the, like like the the uh, the authorities took it from her. Yeah, like customs, a border control. And then Trinity came on this trip with a big ass ostrich gown, and they just let her come in with it. Well, they didn't check. To be fair, they checked Jinxes and they saw it. That's why they took it. Well, now you literally just ratted on her. Like, damn, we're gonna be stitches. gone by then. You know, stitches they get stitches. That's what they do. And you <laughs> just snitched. Damn. Um, let's, shit. let's go on to Candy Muse. Now, I fucking love this. Where is the net? It's Tool. I mean, Tool is a kind of net. Love That's being. stretching it. That's dragging it. I don't think it is. I mean, it's like it's got little holes in it and everything. Like, it's like, it's like, I think, I think that a, you, you, you could catch fish with a, with Tool, with a Tool bag and like more so than, and you can see straight through it. I think it's net. I think that, that makes sense. In my I, opinion. I think, I mean, I fucking love this look, though. I think this is very, 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 such a cool concept, having her her face spray-painted on it. Her makeup looks good. Her hair looks great. I love this outfit. It's very similar. It, it, this is a Kim K. Balenciaga fantasy, which um, uh, uh, Alexa Michelle did for the first week. But it's a different color, and the spray-paint thing just adds another layer to it. But I, love, but I love this. This is very beautiful. Kim, uh, Kim Chi used to have a dress like this, but it was Kim Kardashian crying on it. Really? Yeah, Kim Chi had a gown that 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 had like Kim Kardashian's face crying. It was painted by um, what's his name? Drag King from Chicago. Uh, Tenderoni. Tenderoni had painted it. Kim Wood. This that is such a Kim Kim uh Kim Chi thing to do. Um, let's go into Mrs. Kasha Davis. 
Um, terrible. Burn it. Why would you pack that? It is terrible. You look really bad, and I don't like it. Now, now, that, we, now that we've got the sugar coating knocked off, I would like <laughs> to hear your true <laughs> opinions. No, this is not great, and this is uh, offensive to look at. I was like, girl, what? It's, first of all, just like the black skirt with the netting uh, long uh, loaf behind it with the pink bustier with the shoulder things and the this the hair color this is just all wrong all wrong all wrong yeah this is this is not a great look this is not a shining moment for Ms uh for Ms Kasha Davis let's go on to Jimbo this is such a cool look this is cool, but I did think it was too much. Like, I don't know where my eyes, like, I, 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 I get this is high concept. I get what she's going for, but I think it's a scotch too much. And I love Jimbo. This is, this is a lot. One thing I don't like is whatever's going on on her crotch. What is it supposed to be? Uh, maybe a vagina? Maybe? Yeah, I did not like this, actually. I was gagged. It was so well received. I didn't. I know. I I love the concept. I didn't like it, and I couldn't tell I the things it. were they moving like animatronically or were they just swaying with her. I I think they're just like kind of rocking and bobbing around. Okay, I was like, cause I thought they were like moving like arms, like like fucking Doc Ock, and I was like, oh shit. But, um, but I love I love the idea, and I just wish they didn't have that 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 crotch thing going on with it. Yeah. Um, let's go on to Miss Jessica Wilde. This is her and Kasha Davis thought in a similar way. Oh, also really quick, back to Kasha Davis. She had the smallest butterfly net. Like she went to the baby section and got her a little a little butterfly net, and she like waving it around. Yeah, that is a tiny little net. And um, and here we have Jessica Wilde. Uh, I actually kind of like this. I like it too. I wish they she did more with the bodice. Like I love the arms and the legs, but something about the bodice—it just—it feel like it's missing something there. It's like I don't know, but I do like it though. I, I cannot believe that we lived in the same timeline as the Asia O'Hara butterfly thing. <laughs> do you think? Do you think the Asia O'Hara on Earth Two did something similar? I mean, I reckon so, but mm. said there were pigeons. <laughs> oh my god and then Cameron Michaels just stumped on the pigeons <laughs> Jesus Christ um, like that was I mean that was that was her season wasn't it she had my season she had to do a whole thing with PETA I think afterwards Did, so you were in the audience watching that happen or are you backstage I was sitting around, I was sitting right in the audience next to Miss Cracker can you talk me through what, what, what was happening there so she, she started the number, and we obviously knew something was coming, right? Something from her tits, whatever it was. I thought it was going to be confetti cannons. Now she's doing this thing, and then we see her open, I think, her wrist first, and she's trying to, like, do this, but nothing's happening. We're like, what the fuck is this? It's just we're doing Pilates. What the fuck is going on? And then she opened her tits out to make the butterflies go on, and then, then we noticed they were just on the floor, like, God. And the camera come here, go camera, and somersaulting the split flawed on the floor directly onto butterflies. <laughs> like, I honestly, I really think Cameron saw the butterflies. She's like, oh, bitch, y'all trying to make me lose. She's like, <laughs> Cameron was like, 
Everybody said, y'all trying to jump me? Y'all trying to jump me? They tried to, you remember all the times they tried to kill me. Yes. Yeah, it was a while. It was a wild times, girl. I felt bad for Asia. Asia is never going to live that down. I mean, we're not helping. <laughs> you know she has a butterfly sanctuary at her house now. It's so, it's so, that was a wild moment in the history of drama. Talk to me as someone who was watching it on TV. What, what did, what did, what, what, what did you think when you actually saw the footage? It was, it was the only way I can use is cringe. I felt really embarrassed. I was embarrassed. I felt embarrassed to be watching it happen. Mm. And I was like, I wish I wasn't watching this. I wish that I didn't have to see this happen because <laughs> I'm embarrassed that this is happening. And I kept thinking to myself, why did she think that would work? Like. First of all, to make it impactful in a space that big, you would need like hundreds. 100 butterflies. This bitch had like seven. <laughs> well, you know, because we filmed the finale, then we filmed the reunion the next day on the same stage. And the next day, all throughout our reunion, butterflies were flying around because they were frozen. They were, they were like in a sleep-like, they were induced into sleep. So when they finally thawed out, they were just in the theater, just living their butterfly lives. And I think the crazy part was when she threw it up and then like kind of like caught it, but it like it hit it just hit the ground. <laughs> because she threw it up as if it was gonna fly away. <laughs> <laughs> oh but my it god. Didn't go very far. Let's go off to Miss Plaza. Nasty Girl by Janet Jackson. Because that was the other thing, too. It just didn't make sense with the song. If it was Nelly Furtado, I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. If it was Rihanna, I came to win. Michael Jackson, you give me butterflies. Something like that. But what about Nasty Girl made it a thing? I think she got the outfit made before she knew what the song was. Um, Yeah. Okay, we gotta keep going. So let's look at Heidi and uh, The Gap she, Diva. She said, You're gonna look at this. She said, This she said, I'm going to brand, I'm gonna wear my logo, and you're gonna look at it a lot. <laughs> Which is, is so unfortunate because the outfit is really cool and I love the hair, her makeup, she looks great. But having the gap all over the outfit is so strange to me. <coughs> I'm allergic to this look. I can't look at it. Like, is she, does she have a lot of those around the house? <laughs> Girl, she is. She's she blew somebody's Etsy up. Okay, whatever bitch on Etsy made these damn logos, she is eating this season because she's gonna be selling a lot of these logos. But I think I love this look so much. I just don't like the gaps all over it. Yeah, I agree. It's, I don't know why she's obsessed with these with these gaps. Um. Let's move on to Lala Ria, who is going to do a nude <laughs> illusion. It, it is literally the last thing she does. She will look like a noodle. You cannot stop this bitch from doing a nude illusion. Oh, my God. She really is. She wore, she's done some type of nude illusion every episode, huh? She did it for the promo, and she did it, uh, I think, twice in the last episode. <laughs> I like this gown. I didn't like the sleeve things though, but I like the gown. I like it. She looks kind of like Alphaba. Um, her legs are so long, mm-hmm. and I think she looks really good. I never, I never noticed how like uh, day daytime her makeup is. Daytime, like it's just like her eye makeup. It's just like a little bit of eyeshadow. 
No, Bob, it's a smoky eye. We made a little eyeshadow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for drag, it's a little eyeshadow. Oh, we we, we can't like, get like into- you like 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 click on Heidi, click on Jimbo, click on Kasha, click on. I mean, Candy's also doing a little bit of a a little bit too. Candy's not. The, we we, we can't get into this, nice into this this little makeup thing again. I I don't think Candy. Which by the way, which by the way, people a lot of people were agreeing with me. They were all like, I don't know why I want to act like she doesn't know what the fuck Bob's talking about. But looking at Candy Moose, I don't see a little makeup. Candy Moose, she has blush blown out to her to her hair. Talking about eyes. Talking about eyes, Monet. Eyes. Talking about their eyes. Okay, eyes. how many times are you gonna say eyes? So you understand it. <laughs> uh, let's go on to Kahana Von Trees, which her body is insane. She is so beautiful. I'm going to say it every time I see her because she looks incredible. And I like this look a lot. I mean, okay, I like this look. You know my 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 pet peeve with uh, uh, any type of stone pant and just like a pump. I just wish the whole shoe was incorporated into the the garter thing. Well, I think the shoe is stone. Yeah, but just seeing that flesh at the bottom, it it, it it's just a it's just a personal thing for me. I know that this is great. It's just a personal thing for me that is for my eyes and my me, my neurodivergence. You neurodivergent? I am. Oh, does she look a little like Tana Taylor? Ah, who's Tana Taylor? She's a singer, R and B singer, Tiana Taylor. I don't. See oh, Tiana Taylor. Taylor. I thought you said Tana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Maybe a little bit. I can see that. Um, yeah, she looks really great. This this is a really nice stoning job. Um, yeah, I think her boobs might be a little bit too big. Yeah, and I think that's what it was about the, the little Nas X look that was throwing me off. I think her boobs are just a scotch too big. But the her. problem is though, from the front, because they're so big, it does that and it looks good from the front. When you see it from the side or any angle, they're just so big this way. Can I ask you a question about big tits? Yeah. So hers to me look fake. They look really fake. Like they look rubbery. Whereas I've seen other girls who wear them where they don't look as fake. And that's what was throwing me off in the first episode runway. They just looked like they didn't belong. They looked clearly not real. I think it's because her, well, one, her her boobs are not actually the same color as her skin, which I think is kind of harder for black people because like, Black people can be as light as white people, and as you know, dark as the night sky. Um, so it's kind of hard to get. In. And I've I've had uh, I had I have one titty bib that is literally sewn into my garment that I have worn, um, and I had to get it custom painted to look right. Mm. The one you wore on um, season two over here. Yeah, on this in this immaculate episode. This We're... one. This one here, Jay. Is it up there? Did you? Is it up there, Jay? <laughs> Now that you hear this on the call, is it there, Jay? Did it did it make the cut? Wow, Jay's ignoring me. Um, um, I'll, I'll I'll send it to Jay. I'm sending it to Jay right now, so Jay can have Jay can Jay cannot if it's not in there, y'all. It ain't me this time. That means Jay. If you don't put it in, that means black lives don't matter. Yeah, I put everything in when I get it. <laughs> Just Drag. like Andy and Bo and Yang, slip it in, honey. Oh slip my God! In. Can we finish the episode? I have, I have to go to work. I'm not, I'm not in my hotel room kicking like you. I'm at work, so let's go on to the next queen, which is Darian Lake. And I thought this was such a brilliant and smart way to do net. This was so funny to me. This is so cool. 
It took me a second to realize she was a basketball, but it is really cute and um, it is really it is really funny. She also looks nice. She looks really really good. She looks really good. And she, the fabric she had under the dress, she was like doing her little swaying thing, and it was like moving. It was it looks it looked really great. Yeah, she's quite campy. It's a really camp look. I guess since Monet's in a big rush to get out of here, I guess we should just zoom through the rest of them. All right, guys. So Alexis Michelle, I like it. Let's let's go. Let's anyway, I think Alexis, obviously she has this netting fabric on top of it, but she really stuck to the gala part of it. Like this is something that I feel like you could see at the actual Met Gala, right? I agree. She couldn't walk in it very well, which is kind of yeah, annoying. Yeah. But also, I've noticed a lot of people at Met Gala cannot walk in their outfits and they'd be looking crazy <laughs> as they go from camera to camera. <laughs> Um, but Alexis Michelle, I, I mean, this goes, I, say, I think that Alexis Michelle has a style of drag that I like a lot that I also, oh, I can see you wearing this hair. I can yeah. see you wearing this hair. I, I would wear this whole outfit. Yeah. I, I, I often see Alexis Michelle wear things and go, I would wear that. Like often. I'm like, I think except when she wears her hair down, I'm not really into that. But with this, this, this whole look, I wouldn't wear those. The only thing I wouldn't wear is those earrings. Everything else. What's wrong with the earrings? Is, I just don't really like those big, huge drag earrings. I just don't wear them. I used to wear them, but I just don't wear them anymore. And yes. I mean, pretty rarely. On rare occasions, I'll actually, I'll, I'll grab one. Yeah, Alexis looks really, really, really good. Like, she looks really, she looks beautiful. Very beautiful. So we found, who's your favorite look? I'm going to give it to Alexis Michelle, actually. Hmm. I'm going to go with Nisha Lopez. I think Nisha looks really stunning, and I'm, I'm gagged. Ooh. Or James Mansfield. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Nasha Lopez. I would wear James's too. I'm trying to go through and see which ones I would wear. I would, I would wear James's. I would wear Alexis. I would wear Kasha uh, Davis. I I actually I actually lent that to Kasha Davis, and I need to get it back to me. Um, <laughs> So after the um, after they walked the runway, we got some judging, and um, you know I, I just didn't get the the note about them saying they couldn't understand what Nasha Lopez was saying. I was like, I understood every word she said. Yeah, I, I agree. When, they, when Michelle was trying to sell that fantasy, they, and then and then they showed the clip afterwards, and I was like, I understood everything she said. Now you can I say it that, wasn't. funny. I agree that it wasn't funny. Right I, again, yeah, I agree. It was not funny, but I was like, I understood. Basically every word she said. I don't. I don't. It's, it's not. I don't get it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and um, yeah, it was it was a little strange. Um, the top queen this week was Jimbo. Do you agree? Um, I what did Alexis Michelle do in the challenge? Alexis Michelle was uh, the Jersey Michelle the book club thing. Yeah, with uh, with Darian Lake, you know, I feel like it was really not Darian and Alexis. I really feel like the writing just was not great for a lot of these sketches. My favorite part was actually the weekend update part. Huh. I actually enjoy that part the most. Um, and if I, but then if I go off the runway, my favorite runway was was Alexis Michelle, and then it was Heidi and Lala Ring. Mm, they, I like their challenges. And I like Heidi's outfit. I might have given this this week to Heidi, actually. But only she took those lips off this fucking outfit. What about yeah. James? Yeah, I would have given it to James. James gonna, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think James was so funny in her in the opening, in the cold open. And I thought her runway was fucking great. I would have given it to James Mansfield. 
Yeah, you're right. Maybe I would give it to James over Heidi because I don't like Heidi's lip thing. So I'm going to give it to James. James is my winner of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Sibling Rivalry Race where we decide who's winning based on <laughs> our own decision. Oh, my God. Should um, we start sibling, um, sibling Racery? And at the end of the season, we have our own crown and crowning episode for the winner. We give them a thing and we do it. We should have Sibling Racery. They, bitch, they will know, cease, desist, kill yourself. Girl. Do not ever come back. <laughs> they will. They will. <laughs> You're a rap. Season, we, we, we sent you a cease and desist on the KYS. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the bottom queens this week are wait, who was it again? Nasha Lopez and yes. Kahana Montres. Nasha and Kahana. And I was, if they would have sent Kahana home, I would have been very upset because again, she had just won. And I thought she did a good, she looked good on the runway and she was fine in the challenge. And uh, you so know. you would have voted, you would have voted for, um, you would have voted for Nasha. Only because Kahana just won. And I just wouldn't, but okay, two lines, right? If I was doing, if I was being a lion strategy, Monet. It's sending Kahana home. If I was like going off of merit and doing a good job in the show, I would send Nature home because she because Kahana just won. I would have sent I would have sent Kahana home because I think I'm just more I think I think that Nature's drag maybe excites me a little bit more to be honest. Really? Yeah. What about in the challenges like in the show? I think in some challenges she does really good. Like I don't think she was bad. Like I didn't, I mean I, honestly I think that her and and I think that Nature and um. And Kahana were at the same level, to be honest. I really do feel that way. In this in this week's challenge, you think so for real? Yeah, I don't think either one of them was like particularly stunning. I'm missing. I'm not saying she's not beautiful. She looked. She wasn't looking beautiful tonight. Um, yeah, I just think that they were both fine in the challenge, to be honest. Like I, I didn't think I didn't get the note that that um, Nisha was so bad or un, unintelligible. Right. I thought she wasn't particularly. I thought she wasn't funny, but I also didn't think that that uh, Kahana Montrese was funny either. Interesting. Okay. And I like and I like Nature's dress better. Nature did look in, she looks stunning. Um, well, Bob, t- uh, we are two queens down, and that means there are only one, okay, we, Jesus Christ. What? We need to talk about the fact that the winner of the challenge was Jimbo, and Jimbo had to lip sync against Pan oh, China, yeah. who sent her home on UK V the world. Like how poetic is that? Like how did how did Jimbo win and and, and fucking um the third person end up being Jessica Wilde? I mean um Pangina. And no, I'm not saying that this is like a production thing because one, the lip sync assassin is chosen way before like the lip sync assassin not chosen after they do the challenge, right? So Jimbo had really bombed the challenge, there'll be no way to mitigate that and like let her win. Um, so I just, it, it, it seems a little coincidency. No? Do you think that's why Jimbo won? Over... You think Jimbo won? You think you think they pushed Jimbo to a win so they could have the Pantana storyline? That's what you, that's what you're I saying. I think Jimbo did really good in the challenge. And I think Jimbo did really good on the runway. Yeah, Monet, please don't negate Jimbo. I thought Jimbo did a good job. I literally, I said that Jimbo was one of my favorite parts Monet, of the challenge. Please don't negate, please don't negate Jimbo's hard work. Please, Monet. Anyway... Um, but yeah, they had those lip sync moments, and Pangina turns. They're lip sync to Cindy. They're lip sync to Cindy Lauper. I had never heard the um, song. I don't. I don't know. I, I think I, once I heard, I was like, oh yeah, I think I do know the song. And you know, uh, Pangina years ago used to come to my drag show before she was a drag queen when she was living in New York City for a short while. Uh huh. And she was like low key friends with Natsu. Oh my God, DJ Natsu. 
And I met her through Lockeru, who's like her like uh, mentor. You know Lockeru? Of course, Princess Lockeru. Yeah, and Lockeru is like uh, Pantana's like mentor, like like taught her like a lot about dance and was oh, her choreographer, wow. her dance teacher for a long, long time. Um, yeah, I just remember Pantana coming to the shows, so cute. Um, coming to coming to my shows out of drag, and then I found out she's like the the. The, like the fucking queen of Thailand. Yeah. I think like, there's this, I've been watching TikTok lately, there's this like initiative of black people going to Thailand and buying property and like building houses and stuff. I'm like, bitch, I want to buy some property in Thailand. That sounds great. In Bali specifically. Well, you should look into it. You should, you should reach out to uh, Pangina. And the Thai government, they're like, come. We love that. Now, I don't know how, what uh, local people are there think um about that i don't know if they hate that because you know i mean it's not the exact same thing but a lot of people like hawaiians like bitch do not come here we don't want you here stay away reach out to Pantana. reach out to some of your thai friends reach out to uh do you want to would you would you buy a house with me together in thailand yeah with you no (laughs) i i've offered to buy a house with you probably twice and I will never offer. And I said, Thai, I'm, I'm saying I'm offering up Thailand, and I'm saying no. The negotiations are closed. Category closed. <laughs> Ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. Category closed. Category closed. All right. Well. All right. Well, when I buy my shit, I don't want to hear nothing about. I don't want to hear nothing after I do my shit with kimchi or plastique or Naomi. Okay. Okay. First of all, the only reason I would ever leave the country with you is if I'm being paid to do it. Let's make that very clear. I would drive 20 minutes down the street to see you. And now that you're moving, if I'm going to clock it. If, it's, if it is a minute over 20 minutes, I will never come see you. Okay. Ever. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this? Loud and clear on this podcast. Okay, look, we're, we're going to hold you to that. Yeah, bitch, pick your house up and move it closer to me. <laughs> or buy me a house in the neighborhood. That is the yeah. only way I'll be visiting you. Uh-huh. Bitch, when you lived in Brooklyn, I, I came to visit you one time when I couldn't get a ride from the airport and you I needed a place to stay. Oh. I didn't visit you until you came to live in my neighborhood on, on, on in the Heights. Also, when okay? did you turn into like a mean little black girl from, from any 90s sitcom show? But I came to when you came to my house and my show. When did you become that girl? First of all, that's how I I I I, I talk like this often. Okay, <laughs> let's make let's make that clear, Miss Mama. All right. Anyway, honey. I have to go. I have to go shower and get ready for work. Well, I yeah, am working. You do need to shower. I'm a, I'm across the world and I and, and I and I had some <laughs> That's so good. Um, my front runners are Jimbo, um, Alexis Michelle, for me. I think the top three are going to be uh, Candy, Jimbo, and Darian Lake. Those are the top three I see in my mind, and I really three? can't see it. I really can't see it any any other way. I say Jimbo, Alexis, and Darian Lake. And also, they Track showed uh, they showed Monica's runway. The net. Oh yeah, I saw oh, yeah, they showed Monica's runway. It was not great. Yeah, well, I did not love it. I did not love. Yeah. It. I did not love. But, but also, air week. And sometimes there's some real stunners in these, in these like, sent home looks. It'd be some. Aramayari. Aramayari is Beyonce. Showed up, showed up. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Who was the, so who's so the, Puerto, good. Rican, who's the Puerto Rican drag queen from 
the other season? You got to be a coach more specific. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans on Drag Race. From 14. Alexa Mateo? No, no, no. From season 14. Oh, the uh, the one, the really, the really handsome one. The handsome one. Yeah. Alyssa yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Yes. Had cr- crazy runway, like amazing runways. It's all like the photo shoots uh, postseason, like a really amazing, uh, like stuff that they needed to show. Yeah. She doesn't. Cool. Almost everything was was like a, a like a shoot. She has some good looks. You know, Kim was the first girl I ever saw to do photo shoots for all of her looks. I'm not saying she's the first one I ever did it, but the first one I saw do photo shoots for all of her looks and post them on social media. I really think Kim changed the game when it comes to drag race girls on social media. I think so, too. But I think Kim has said she was the first one. And it's okay for Kim to be the first. Why, do, why, do, why don't you want any of the other season eight girls to have their accolades? Like, no one is... I they all, I they have all, they I'm, all I'm, boost I'm not you. taking accolades. Naomi boosts you up. Kim boosts you because up. Because they owe me. Because they owe me. Acid Betty boosts you up. But because you like, they owe like, me. I, I don't want to say that Kim was the first one. She was the first one. You can say that. Because they, because they owe me. Because they owe me. I don't the, way, know. the way you bow down, the way you bow down to James, that's how they bow down to me. With Asian queens, you just you love to diminish their accomplishments. That's the way, sad. The, the way the way that's that really I saw that sad. video of you kissing Jinx's feet on this tour, that's really sad. By the way, if you all want, I will DM the video of Monet literally kissing that's really Jinx's sad. feet. You always diminishing the the, the the really great and amazing accolades of Asian queens. That's sad. When they go tell your boyfriend to fuck Matt Rogers, okay? <laughs> Again, how about that? You're sick. Sick. Was it not? It was actually. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we had to go. We had to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.